you ever thought about starting your own podcast? You know, like what I got? Well, let me tell you. When I was starting out, I had a lot of questions. Didn't know how to answer them. Didn't know where to start. How do I start a podcast? How do I get off the ground? How do I record my episodes? How do I get them on the major platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other places? Well, the answer to all of those is one thing. Anchor FM. Anchor FM is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. Free 99. You cannot beat that. And what's better, it's ridiculously easy. And now Anchor can match you great sponsors too, so you can get paid for your product like more. Let me tell you, when I started out, I'm not even going to say the names of the places that I was trying to have my podcast hosted at. And it was nice, and I thought I was happy for a while. But when I found out about Anchor, 100% free, limited space, the only way you can beat that is if they pay you. And I guess if you do ads, they kind of do. If you always wanted to start a podcast and making money doing it, go to Anchor FM backslash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using anchor that's anchor.fm backslash start can't wait to hear your product the blind stares of a million pairs of eyes looking hard but won't realize that they will never see m a p This is the I Black Man Podcast, Offensively Black. It's me, it's me, it's M-A-P. Yo, what up, though? It's your boy, Miles. I'm a deist prower, and this is I Black Man Podcast. I know it's been a while since I posted a real new one, as you would call it. I know I did the old um, thing for MLK and... uh. For my man Kel's birthday, I put out like well, four episodes in a week, but it was like one or two, I think. No one, I don't know what it was. I put up the one me and uh, Handsome Bane had did. I thought I listened back to it, besides the crappy quality, which is no one's fault but my own. I thought it was pretty good. We had a really good conversation. I thought it was some really good points brought up. And I thought people needed to hear it. I seen it only had like 11 plays. So I'm like, man, hey, fuck it. You know, put it back up there. Let people check it out. Good plug, you know, for the hyphen group. So I did that parts one and two. Went back over the little bit of mixing. Um, Not really to the level of I would say was my standard. But if I took did it the way I wanted to, shit, I'd probably still be mixing it now. Also, side note, um, this is not for all of you guys. So, you know, don't take this personal. Fuck you, Samwise. Yeah, uh, I said that shit <laughs> because I made the episode, you know, the one with the crappy audio. And um, I went against all my better judgment and did not delete it and re-edit it. Samwise assured me it was okay. The subject matter was good enough to overcome the craptacular audio quality. And I went with his suggestion. You know, it's like a brother to me. So, yeah. And the plays went up pretty high, and it blew my mind. And to that, screw him for being right. And that's about that. Um, well, what's new? We had a little break. I was gone for a minute, you know, dealing with shite. What's, what's new? Nothing really, man. Had some, uh, quote-unquote, uh, 
What's that? Instagram beef? I don't know, man. It's just crazy. I, uh, my man, Kels, had, uh, shared one of my posts or something for an episode of the, uh, Offensively Black Eye Black Man podcast. And some guy whose name is the show, Dan and Dad Show. Um, they posted some shit and it pretty much said, and I'll read it verbatim. It basically was about the podcast and the episode and whatnot. So they say, of course, I don't know much about this show. But why do you have to be so racial by calling it Black Man Podcast? Shouldn't we be getting past all that by now? If the goal is integration and racial harmony, I'm not for integration. I'm for segregation. Because it all went downhill once we got integrated. Whatever, you know, if you ask me. But hey, I know. Continue. I know this is a controversial question. Who cares about what color someone is anymore? Move on. So, my man, you know, Kale said I'll, you know, pass it on to the host of the show. My black ass saw it. So I, I went in. I was offended. You know what I'm saying? And I politely told the pe- person, you know, whoever it was, I didn't know if it was a man or a woman, that you are racist. The fact that you have to ask why a black man would name his podcast I Black Man it's very offensive. That means that there's, you just seeing a podcast or someone reveling or just stating the fact that they're being black and non-white bothers you or makes you feel somewhat uncomfortable or at least uncomfortable enough to ask the question. That got me mad. And I went in and, you know, I said what I had to say. Maybe went a little bit harder than I should have. But fuck it. You know. And to me, I shouldn't have to explain that shit. Because I know for a fact, if I was almost any other race, they would not be saying that shit. Maybe they would. Any other race is not white, okay? If I was any if I was any race except white, they, they wouldn't say that shit. Or if I put the well, they probably would if I did black American podcast. But I'm like, nigga, do you fucking go to say Patty Day Parade and be like, dog, why are you throwing all this shit in our face? You know, so we went back and forth. I went in, I screenshot the fucking um comment. And, uh, you know, I was, you know, I'm an asshole. So when I get pissed, my mind works double time. Screenshot that bitch, hurried up, cooked it up in a little app and shit. And I had put the, um, where did I put on that bitch? Oh, I forgot. I know I put that ice cube, the nigga you love to hate on that bitch. No, 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 that's what I put. I put, I put Enzo Amore. Like, what do we got here? A cup of haters? I put that on there, right? Then at the end, I put that, ha ha, fuck you, Ice Cube. It's the nigga you love to hate. You know what I'm saying? My tag is offensively black, and that's, you know, that's why that's what it is. And, you know, so I made a point to make copies, you know, and post shit. So people can know these motherfuckers was racist. And, uh, you know, wife is always talking about, you gotta be topical and make content. Nigga, what's more topical than what's happening to me right now? Ironically, she frowned upon my actions. I can understand why, but unfortunately, I am petty. Super petty, son. You know what I'm saying? I remember motherfuckers who pissed me off in elementary school. That's petty. I'm talking that petty. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, everyone's talking all this shit. But as soon as you post a picture of someone's wife and child, they lose their shit. 
I didn't have a crosshairs on the baby or the woman. I didn't put Robert Kelly in the background. I don't know. It's just out of my mind. Niggas is acting like I'm the Joker or some shit. <laughs> Dude, you know, I I admit, you know, my thing is when, when you offend me with the racial shit, I'm off it. Fuck it. It's whatever. You know. But I also got to remember. Don't deal in anger. Don't deal in emotions. Emotions cloud judgment, which is very true. Which is why I haven't po- I haven't recorded this for a long time. You know, I didn't want to be in my feelings when I discuss the situation. I want to be able to discuss it and not be like, "Listen, motherfuckers, and this and that, fuck this." Nah, because because basically I'm gonna be giving these motherfuckers free publicity. I'm not doing that shit. Nigga is racist. You know what I'm saying? And um. Yeah, so I posted. The, I just posted the first fucking picture. I didn't know who the fuck they was. I just saw the first picture of the of uh, somebody. Bet copy paste. This is the face of racism. They said this shit to me. Just know who y'all talking about. Cause the thing about racism, you cool ass motherfuckers. And it's like I always be saying, telling y'all, telling to y'all, telling y'all, niggas. You it's hard to tell a motherfucker is racist until you had that one right question. You know what I'm saying? The one thing that comes up like, oh, yeah, black motherfuckers deserve to die. Whoa! You know? So anyway, it was just interesting to me, man, that um, how once it happened, I got um, <laughs> niggas start hitting me up. People like, what's good? What's good? What we going to do? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? That right there made me proud. And not even saying, you know, and I, that I'm saying, get these motherfuckers, because I'm, I'm happy I'm mature now, because the younger me would have went on some super petty shit. And, you know, wife got on me, so I just shut it down. You know what I'm saying? But it just was real cool to me to see people who was like, it's whatever, let me know, I'll post whatever, tell me what's good. You know. Then it was interesting to see other people who you th- I thought would have not. You know. And I get it. You know, everybody got, even when my man Kells who asked me to take that shit down, I was pissed as fuck. I'm like, man, what's weak ass shit? Fuck these niggas. Try to think about it like, dog, you know, it's, even though I didn't give a fuck and he knows I don't give a fuck. But okay, yeah, all right, you know, it's not just me that I want to fuck this shit up for everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I took it down. You know what I'm saying? Because he was like, yeah, you know, and it's funny to me. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's just too far. I'm like, what? I wasn't even thinking. Jesus Christ, if you could have seen ideas of how to focus on that shit, it would have blew your mind. But I'm not that person anymore. So this is why I do this shit and I vent. I play games. And who's speaking the game? Still playing Civ 6. Trying to take the world over as Egypt. Um, yeah. Also found out they have the DLC for Nubia. So that's kind of cool. You know, you get to play as another black country. So kudos to them for that. But I guess in the same sense, I'd be like, nigga, I got to pay to be black. But then I guess they could say, don't you already? Touche. But, um, yeah, the whole thing, I just, it's just, you know, had me thinking. And looking at everybody in this whole, you know, just how I playing out. But that's probably just me looking too deep into stuff. And it's whatever. I'm just happy to know the people who I thought was going to be like, what's good? What's like, what's good? You know. And I guess that brings me to my other point. That, um, I don't know when it comes to shit like that, not even saying just the situation in general motif of my life has been, and I don't know. I'm always willing to go balls to wall for people and niggas are like, nah, you know, 
and it's like the shit that I think is just off topic. Nigga, fuck them. You know, if you don't like them, niggas, I hate them. Then the return comes like, oh, no, nigga. And then it's like, for me, I don't know. This is like me venting. Now, for the fuck this shit is? Me supposed to be venting, right? All right. For me, it's hard for me to do middles. You know what I'm saying? Even like if I'm um cooking. You know, for a fact, I know if I'm frying a chicken, I know when it's burnt. And I know when it's uncooked. It's that middle part. So all my stuff is kind of hard. But I like my shit hard, you know what I'm saying? My chicken hard. But yeah, like in life and everything, it's just like I'll be telling people it's hard for me to understand mediums. Because I'm like, either I love you or I hate you. And a lot of times for me, and when dealing with people, and this is my problem with dealing with shit, it's like I go so hard when I care or shit that it's really hard for me to not be like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Whatever you about, I'm about. I'm not even saying like on your nerves. It's just whatever you about, I'm about. If you, you know, it's one with it. And a lot of times, this is why I don't fuck with people a lot because it's like, nigga, you got to protect yourself. You know, like I was telling my wife and shit a lot of time where I don't, you know, deal with people. And I was just telling her, you know, how, not that I expected, you know, everybody to be like, oh, fuck them. But I expected, you know, certain, you know, more shit, but it's whatever. And it's not even that I'm hurt. You know, you just sit back and be like, hmm, okay. And, um, you know, like I was telling her, she's like, well, you know, some people is not like, and I understand that everybody's not like, nigga, I die for you. I get that, you know. And I was just telling her it's kind of fucked up on my end because that's like when I care, that's how I care. And it's like, it's fucked up. I got to kill something in my inside of me to meet, to match your normal. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, you know, it's just, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, and if I was telling my wife, I don't fuck with nobody really but other than my family because if I can't be myself, if I can't, I don't, I don't want to be around nobody. You know, I'm tired of compromise. I'm not going to say I compromise on my, my wife and my kids and shit, you know. But I'm tired of just just compromising, trying to be who I want. It's just, nah, you know. It's like my family, my aunt, she's not doing too good, you know. God bless her and whatnot. So everybody's scared. We don't know what's going on with her situation. And they're like, oh, this and that. So I got this big-ass group text. And everybody be texting back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. My whole thing is, and I guess I'm self-centered as fuck, because I'm like, why is my phone going off and ain't nobody talking to me? So it's like, I get the point. My auntie's not doing good. I'm very sad about that. But unless it's new information, you know, I, my, my shit is blowing up and ain't nobody saying it's no new information. It's other niggas talking to other niggas in the group chat. And I'm like, so I keep trying to delete this shit and I can't. It keep coming back up. I'm getting pissed because it's like my alarm clock supposed to go off at eight something. This bitch going off before my clock. Each time I'm thinking like, oh my God, did my auntie died. Something happened. Oh my God. Oh, this and that, how I block it. I'm like, oh my God. So they keep saying shit and I just feel bad because I got nothing to say. Oh, that's sad. You know, I want to be like, oh, that's sad. So I got an iPhone, you know what I'm saying? So I, you know, I double tap, sad face, double tap, you know, front, uh, thumbs down or whatever like that. And, uh, somebody was like, whoever got an iPhone, quit double tapping because it makes it pop up as double text or some shit. And I'm like, oh, you know, my bad, blah, blah, blah. And I think I posted some funny shit, like a little joke, not to be a dick. And they started getting on my know, My cousin said something. I laughed, added to her joke. And then they getting mad. Now, keep in mind, this is my cousin. You know, her mother is sick. So they get mad at us. And my whole thing was like, dude, I don't, don't want to be sitting. 
Wow. Hmm. Maybe that's how my wife felt. Wow, it's a moment of clarity shit. Side note, I'm going to come right back to that. Me and my wife was talking and she was mad at me because I've been kind of depressed lately. I'm always depressed, but like, you know, more normal. We get into it because my most depressing time is in the morning. When I wake up, it's like, oh my God, I'm back here. Shit. And I see my kids like, oh, hey, I get to chill with them. All right, that's cool. You know, but she, she, I guess I was depressing her out with my depression. And um, I'm like, nigga, this is just how the fuck I am. You know, love it or leave it. Well, not love it or leave it, but you know. And maybe that's how she felt as far as me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand it, but, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Good point. Learning shit with y'all. You see that? I'm growing. So anyway, back to this group text shit. So they getting mad and they saying stuff. So, you know, it's not funny. My sister is sick and she might be. So I'm just like, dude, take me out of the group chat. Well, this is nothing else. Just take me out of the group chat. I'll get all my information from my mom or my cousin. Take me out of that shit. And it's like shit like that. I understand. Also, side note, if my uncles listen to this or any of my family, which I'm sure they're not because no one listens to my podcast. But if you are, I understand me and my cousin, he, my uncle, he apologized. It was all cool. But it's just my thing now. And I'm not holding no grudges against them. Anybody. I'm not really anybody right now except them whole ass motherfuckers who tried to say some shit like I can't have a po- podcast name. I black man. Yeah, it's just, I'm off not being myself, man. And it's fucked up and I feel bad. Because I know I am a really negative person. And, you know, I just think it like I screen my thoughts sometimes. No, I don't all the time. And I'd be like, damn, I say so. Or sometimes I'd just be like, you know what? If I ain't got nothing positive to say, I'm not going to say nothing. And then, like, I go off forever without talking. But a lot of times it's like, I'm weird. And I don't know. Am I the only pessimist like this? Like, for me... I can't be happy. I have like an aversion to happiness. Like as soon as I get happy or if I get something I want or something that makes me happy, I instantly start trying to find shit that's wrong with it. Something's going to take my happiness away. I know it and I'm going to take it away before that shit takes it away for me. For, you know, you know. And so I have to go through all these phases. Like one time I had an ex, she got me this Bob Ross DVD. Oh, it was so dope. And I was so happy I couldn't process it. So I just started trying to find the flaws and think of stuff like this. And she ended up crying and being really sad. And I had to tell her, like, dude, and this is before I understood how my mind works and how I am. I had to find out. And I told her, you know, and this is the same thing today in my life, that it's just hard for me. And a lot not even hard for me. It's just how I see things. I can't help it. I just go to negative stuff. And it's not like I'm trying to be, oh, Debbie, I just laugh. And shit's fucked up and funny to me. That's just how I cope, you know. But I don't, it never, this shit was really brought to my attention until I started having kids. And then I look at it and my wife is like, don't go making jokes about death and shit. But to me, and it's like I was telling her, not excusing it, but it just makes me look at it and think, nigga, I make jokes about it. My dad would just say fucked up shit and leave it at that. Like, I love you, dad. See you tomorrow. I hope I see you. Why are you leaving to go to work early tomorrow or something? Oh, no. What's going on? Why wouldn't you see me? Oh, no, Lord might take you. The Lord? Yeah. Good Lord. As in God? Yeah. Oh, no, dude, I'm cool. God, he doesn't kill kids. That's the whole benefit of me. You know, I'm a kid. God doesn't let anything happen to me. I'm a kid. Oh, no, he be killing y'all left and right. What? What do I mean? What's going to happen? Who's going to break into my house? Oh, no, nigga, you could just die. How? Heart stopped beating, aneurysm, 
narcolepsy, I mean, whatever, whatever, narcolepsy, whatever that shit is when you fall asleep. Oh. Uh, uh, does it sleep apnea? Whatever that shit, I think it might be. It sounds right. You're gonna go with that. All that shit. I'm like, oh wow. All right, then, boy. Love you. Good night. Not <laughs> be in my room. Like, I hope I don't die. And I don't. I don't know. And to me, a lot of that stuff. As I grew older, I appreciated him giving me that shit because it kind of helped me cope with a lot of shit. You know, he would say real fucking fucked up shit, but it would be funny to me later in life in retrospect. See my mommy making a burger or some shit. Like, oh my God, why is blood coming out of that? This used to be a living thing and we killed it and now we're eating its flesh. Ugh, like a cow? Yes, nigga, someone killed that cow. They took the flesh, put it in a machine, ground it up, and there it is and we're eating it. And the blood is what was in the flesh. Oh my God. I run off freaking out. Tell my dad, can you believe that shit? Nigga, we eat the cow. It used to be a lie. Boy, look at me. Thing between you and that cow, that cow would die. That cow would eat you alive face first if it had to live. I'm like, damn, dad, that's fucked up. It's the truth, boy. Nothing wants to die. Everything does what it has to to live. You better live, boy. Don't be a dummy. <laughs> I ate that burger. Later on in life, nigga Ray had the same problem with a pork chop. Told him the same thing my dad told me. He was like, wow, it's pretty uh straightforward. I like that. I'm glad I could help you. But, um, yeah, I don't know. And I guess all this shit you could talk, uh, I don't know, would that be toxic masculinity? I don't know. Snow is really, uh, the older I get, it's kind of hard to deal with my emotions. But I don't deal with them. I mean, I do. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. I do the same thing I usually been doing, you know. Put them down on that black ball inside. Wait for a moment where something happens and I'm just, justly required to rage out and just hit somebody with like 25 odd years of just rightful rage. That's the plan. Falcon punching nigga to the upper peninsula. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just losing my my train of thought or whatever. Just just talking and gabbing on. And I appreciate y'all listening. This shit is helping me a lot. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what we have as far as time on this motherfucker. Oh, making some decent time. That's what's up. But yeah, I don't know. And I also just want to say this to people if you are um. Dealing with the person who's dealing with depression. I can't speak for everyone. I could just speak for myself. Um, Like with me, my wife, you know, she was like, he just bummed me out all the time. And in my mind, it's funny. And this is what I learned about myself and how to deal with other people. You know, I watch my kids and my kids act a lot like me. You know, I can see my third oldest or second youngest, Bucky. I call her Bucky because she reminds me of my Uncle Buck, and that's the Bucky Barnes to my Captain America. But, um, yeah, she's a lot like me. Bucky is like, you could see her, and you could say, oh, she's bad, this and that. But I know the shit that Bucky would do or could do, and she's like, dog, she's a fucking saint. It's a lot of shit she could be doing but doesn't do, and I get it. And a lot of times she gets mad, and it's funny because she really don't talk like that. But I can tell a look in her face, like, nigga, give me credit for the shit I'm not doing. And I'll be like, come here, Buck. Man, I feel you. I see you out here, man. And a lot of times, that's how I feel, you know, when I be dealing with my depression and shit. I just can't, you know, go out and just be like, wife, this and that, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I could talk to her, you know, but I know a lot of times if I was to get into really how I felt, it's just, we're just drain the fuck out of her. Because, <laughs> you know, like I was telling her, and for me, and that's why I don't really deal in positivity, because positivity to me is depressing. Like, 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 deeply 
depressing, you know, because when I get my hopes up and shit, no one would be positive, you know, or not positively pessimist. No, uh, yeah, no, 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 not optimistic, because I am a pessimist. Optimistic. Optimism is just really, really depressing to me because to be optimistic means you open yourself up to be getting severely let down, you know. And I can't do that because then it would be like, oh. So a lot of time what I do is I always expect the extreme worst. Therefore, only good things can surprise me. But yeah, I say all that to say, you know, when I am dealing with my stuff and my wife, not knocking her or saying anything negative about my woman, I love her to death. But just saying for other people, if you want to have an idea how someone with depression or whatever thinks. And I don't use this as an excuse. I'm like, I'm a G about that shit. I don't take no fucking pills and shit. Because I realize life in itself is depression. Nigga, you know you're going to die one day. That's depressing. Nigga, you will never, all of us never would get what the fuck we want in life. Like your dream, your, your best bet is to work somewhere, trade 30 years of your life in somewhere. And to live in comfort before you die. Or maybe risk it all on a dream. That you might get. This is a good possibility you'll get said dream. And making dream a career perverts said dream and makes it work. And once something becomes work, you don't like it. Or you could love it and do what you want. I don't know. A lot of things. But that's just how I see the world. And when dealing with, I guess, like depressed people or people, you know, whatever. And I'm not saying I'm no scientist or whatever. Get to the fucking point. Okay, 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 okay. It's like for me. I don't, it's like, it's funny because you'd be like, yeah, man, um, that shit you said was depressing and it kind of, you know, just bumming me out, which makes person who says depressing things or is going through depression feel worse. So it's like, damn, me just feeling and thinking how I think makes you feel like shit. But to me, this is when I, how I deal with my shit, mind over fucking matter, mind over matter, son. You know what I'm saying? This is how I look at it. Like with my wife, and she recently just said some shit like that to me. And a lot of time, I don't know what the fuck I say. We got into it or some shit in the morning. I'm super depressed in the morning. It's my most depressing time. Because when I'm asleep, I'm at peace. You know? And it's like, ah, like, I got, I'm pretty sure it got to be irritating for like Dracula to wake up. Like, ah, oh, shit, the thirst for blood. But yeah. But I got to look at it like this. And this, y'all can take this as a, as a freebie for my stink ass. Nobody sets out to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the things I think is genius about a good villain. A good villain believes he is right and does, and does fucked up shit, but that's the beauty and the scariness of it. For someone to look you in the face and be like, yes, I have to cut out all these babies' eyes to cure cancer. And when you realize, like, oh my God, you truly believe you're doing right? Why aren't you helping me? What's wrong? Oh my God. You know, no one sets out to be wrong. Very few people set out to be wrong. Even like the fucking uh, racist, dumbass motherfuckers. In they mind believe they're right on some level. And a lot of them also believe they know they're wrong in their heart of hearts. But anyway, so when I talk to my wife and we get into it, and sometimes she may say some shit. Because nigga be in his, in his little emo tip. She be like, nigga, you sound like a girl. You know, my first thing in my mind is like, ego is like, nigga, she called you a bitch. And I think she called your mama one too. And I'm like, what ego? Nigga, you gonna let her call? N nigga. But I gotta remember, like, dog, if she really wanted to hurt me, it's some real fucked up shit she could do that would take less effort than forming those words if she really wanted to hurt me. Nigga, change her status on Facebook to single. 
or it's complicated. Or attack herself with my... It's a lot of stupid shit she could do to make me mad. Hell, don't return my text all day when I'm at work. That will fuck my day up. So she really wanted to deliberately just come out and hurt. It's a lot of shit she could do. So I got to believe when she's saying this worst case scenario, she's trying to say something constructive but just said it wrong. Or maybe I'm taking it wrong. And emotions, oops. And emotions are clouding my judgment. That's how I got to look at it. Because like I said, nigga, her, she ain't going to set out to be mad at me and to be go all out her way to be. Because she loved loving me and I love loving my wife. And this is not just spouses and stuff. This is anything. But a lot of times, predominantly spouses, it's just people who don't love you like that. And you're not fucking don't give a fuck about you. But people who you love and are fucking gay also not give a fuck about you. So I guess apply doll. Um, but yeah, just remember that, you know, and even when people are wrong, they think they're right or trying to, and it's fucked up. And this is why I only deal with people I truly love. You have to find the logic in what the fuck they're trying to do or say. And sometimes people don't understand what the fuck they want. Not saying, oh, my wife don't know what the fuck. I'm on some other shit now, but just saying. Sometimes people don't know what they want or sometimes even with myself, I'm mad and don't know why I'm mad. I'll be snapping on my kids. Oh, this and that, blah, blah. I will end you. You know. But then talk to my wife, sit down, think about it, get my mind correct. And I realize I'm stressed about these bills. Or I'm mad because trying to holler at wife and she playing me to the left right now. I ain't got nothing to do with them. Play it back on my mind. You hear them sound effects? Yep, that's that hyphen podcast group budget plug. But, um, yeah, hold up, shoot, um, let's go take a break real quick, and, uh, we'll be back. I'll let you in a minute. This is King Carews from the Black History Buff podcast, sending a message to my man Maps from the I Black Man podcast. We're loving what you're doing over there. Here in the UK, we're dropping episodes of Black History weekly, and we're also bringing your stories your way every other week as well. So we're covering the champions from yesteryear as well as the stars of tomorrow. Come and check us out once you finish listening to I Black Man. Peace. We're back. All right. Um, what the fuck was I talking about? This is the fucked up part about taking breaks, niggas. This is a little short-term memory be fixed. Why am I taking a break this late in the show? What kind of, this is how the fuck I get off subject. Right that that quick. That's how I be fucking up, y'all. Anyway, uh, we're talking about depression and shit. Oh no, 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 some about relationship shit. So, yeah, with that being said, I got to figure out, you know, and as far as men, a lot of times we don't know how the fuck we feel. Maybe that's where that whole toxic masculinity thing comes in. Hmm, could be. But, yeah, we don't know how we feel. So you got to figure out how the fuck you feel what you feel. And I don't know about y'all. A lot of time for me, anger is one of the easiest. Which <laughs> niggas who like the, uh, you know, when they be doing roll call. Anger here. <laughs> Sadness right here. Happiness. Happiness. One more way. You know, yeah, and I, this is advice I have to take myself because I will get mad. Now, nah, I admit I will get mad and go off on my girl on the most wrongest, wrongest point. And then think about it, drink something, you know what I'm saying, smoke something, and come back and be like, dude, listen, that guy you were talking to earlier. So fucking wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. You know. 
But yeah, that's just my uh two little cents on that. You know, this episode's tend to go a little longer than I thought it would be. Wanted to talk about some other things and whatnot, but it appears I've run out of time and this episode has become a lot more than what I had wanted it to be. But anyway, appreciate y'all for listening to my stink ass and letting me uh, vent to you. You know what I'm saying? I just saw um, it is what it is. I appreciate that. Let's get to the wasting of time by giving out the eye. Black man hotline number. Seven two four three one three four five one nine. Seven two four three one three four five one nine. Call, leave a voicemail. Say where you at, where you're from, what you feel, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, what you want to hear. Or leave a text message. Play it if you get a voicemail or whatever. I will try to play it on the show. Or say something. I don't see why I wouldn't. Because no one is hitting this bitch up. Anyway. If you want to send me an email. E-Y-E-B-L-A-C-K. M-A-N. Podcast. At gmail.com. E-Y-E. Black Man Podcast. At gmail.com. You know. Facebook. Uh, same. I think it's Instagram. It's the same. Uh, I black man with just the I, I believe on YouTube. Why do you believe nigga? That's your shit. It is. But yeah. Just the I, I black man on the book of face. And, um, let me think what else. Oh yeah. I should know the fucking Patreon. We have a Patreon. Hoffman podcast group has a Patreon because it costs fees and, um, shit to run the page. And, um, between me and you, the nigga handsome bang trying to get a contract extension. Niggas wasn't talking about that shit before that, you know what I'm saying? And y'all ain't hear this shit from me. Hold on. Okay, they ain't looking, but listen, this nigga Kev's trying to get a $2 bill with an exact serial number on it. So him and this nigga. Oh, shit, come. Anyway, yeah. So just, you know, I'm going to put the link out there for this Patreon page. Please, you know, give whatever y'all can. I, just, I know I should be doing a lot better at it. At, groveling and asking for money but not good at it and um but i am doing it because certain people withhold food when you don't fulfill your contractual obligations so yeah i'll put a um a link or whatnot if i can in the description of this episode and yeah so just go there and i'll send whatever you can and do whatever you do and that's highly appreciated. Um, anything else I got to say? I don't know. Um, let me know. You know, if y'all like the new theme or whatnot. I just thought it was time for something. I don't know. I think it's time for me to end season zero and get into season one. I don't know. But yeah, be slow to speak and quick to listen. This is your boy Miles. I'm a dance proud. That's right, Ja and LL. It's like a tribe called Quest. You have to say the whole thing. Who's Ja and L? Dude. Well, LL. Who are they? They are from a podcast called Talk Black to Me, which I'm probably running an um, ad for during this. I'm not sure. But anyway, they're dope. Check them out. As well as Black History Buff. I fucks with them. They really good shit. All the podcasts in the hyphen podcast group are awesome. 
almost as equally awesome as mine. Um, how to um, so that's it. I'm gonna holler at you. Peace out. Thanks for listening, and please download and subscribe so Daddy can stop being a Catholic slave. What's up, everybody? What up, though, from my Detroit people? My name is Kellen Conley, host of the world's greatest podcast, Hyphen Nation. And also, I am the founder of the Hyphen Podcast Group. Now, you may know some of our great shows like mine, Hyphen Nation, or I Black Man Podcast, or Catch the Show, or it's like a podcast or whatever, or Browns in Our Blood if you're a Browns fan, or just an NFL fan in general, or Lemon on the Edge, or even Victory Jump Off Radio. But I'm here with a special announcement. Hyphen Podcast Group now has a Patreon page. Now, I didn't want to do this because, honestly, we're working on getting our numbers up. But what happens around the middle of the month is our web hosting, which is graciously provided to us by Eric Jordan of Browns in Our Blood. Uh, We forget to pay it because we have other bills, and then the site goes down. What happens is normally Catch the Show comes out on Saturday, and by the middle of the month on a Saturday, well, the site's down. And then I got to show I got to promote and I can't do that. I mean, I can on Instagram, but I don't feel right not having everything on the site because the the links on Instagram say link in the bio. So what's the point of going to link in the bio if you can't bring up the site? So start a Patreon page. Not asking for much. Just looking to get roughly about $15 a month right now. That would be enough for us to pay for the hosting each month. It's located at patreon.com slash hyphen podcast group. Check us out. There's tiers and rewards. You can even be on a show if you're crazy enough to pay us a bunch of money. But even if you just throw a dollar in, which is the minimum tier, that means that you get your name mentioned on a pod at any given time. There's going to be a list of Patreons, and we will say your name, if you want us to, on a pod. And that's kind of cool. So... If you want to support us and keep the site running on a timely basis, which is what we're trying to do, please check out the Patreon, man. And again, that is patreon.com slash hyphen podcast group. And continue to check out our shows. Let your friends know about our shows. We're on all podcast listening platforms. And yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks, y'all.